Peace family, my name is Vicki Dillon. So pleased to be with you here on African Diaspora News Channel. Please make sure you give us a big thumbs up and share the broadcast. Thank you so very much. Now family, I want you uh, to really listen to me on today's broadcast because this is so special to my heart as I have grown in my research, in my uh, study of uh, geopolitics. And uh, in this particular case, uh, Mr. Isaias Afwerki, the president of Eritrea. Family, recently in celebration of their liberation, after being under crippling sanctions and overcoming all manner of evil formed against them by the United States and other Western countries and factions, Throughout the, I'm going to call it Eritrean diaspora, they celebrate uh, their liberation. So recently they did that in Israel. As they were celebrating their liberation in Israel, watch this, among other countries, a faction against Eritrean citizens that were against the government of Eritrea came out and started a massive ruhaha, violent massive ruhaha. I want you to listen to what Benjamin Netanyahu, the uh, Prime Minister of Israel, said. Watch this clip. The massive illegal infiltration into Israel from Africa posed a real threat to Israel's future as a Jewish and democratic state. We stopped this threat by building the fence. There remains the problem of those who had already entered before the completion of the fence. These are tens of thousands of illegal infiltrators who entered Israel. Family, did you hear that racist statement that Benjamin Netanyahu just said? He called them infiltrators. He talked about how they pose a threat to Israel. Isn't this interesting that Benjamin Netanyahu is using the same language as their Israeli consul used in a secret meeting where one of Israel's government leaders, an Israeli consul, said, and I discussed that here in one of my previous broadcasts, so just pull that up uh, about uh, my broadcast that I did a couple of months ago here about an Israeli consul said, and she was caught in a private conversation meeting, that black American youth pose a threat to Israel. You're seeing similar language here with Benjamin Netanyahu saying that Eritreans who are seeking citizenship in this country, residency in this country, pose a threat to Israel's existence. Did you, are, are y'all hearing me? Now, don't you find it strange that in other countries, there seems to be a coordinated and deliberate effort that when Eritreans around the world are celebrating their day of independence, that somehow at the embassies in these countries or the locations of those celebrations, there is a faction and a group of people that come out saying that they oppose the Eritrean government. 
in my humble opinion, based on information and belief, it sounds like that's an intentional bit of propaganda and people that different folks are putting up to show public acts of display for media propaganda to continue to hammer against President Isaiah's Afwerki to make him look like some crazy dictator. If you know anything about the history of this man, and I talked about him not too long ago when I did a broadcast on him, he has been a thorn in the side of the United States of America and Western countries. Before we began to hear about BRICS over the past 15 something years, before we began to hear about some of these modern conflicts with China and Russia and other countries, and even of course, a lot of the folks in the diaspora, Mr. F. Worky for the past several decades has stood 10 toes down under crippling sanctions and multiple efforts of geopolitical sabotage to destroy his country. That seems small, but it's also a strategic land that's extraordinarily wealthy and influential. This seems like a manufactured crisis that the Western governments are constantly pushing and they wait for these days of celebration for Eritrea so that it gets a whole lot of attention. Who is in other countries going before the embassy starting violent riots and fights about what's happening in Eritrea? Talk black to me, somebody. When you listen to some of the history of Eritrea, I was listening to one, the former ambassador to the union for the country. I was listening to a lecture that he did. He was breaking down not only the benefits of his country, but also how, to be honest, at one time, the UN and the global family literally hamstrung them, even though uh, Eritrea agreed to demarcation, a certain demarcation with Ethiopia that they may have even disagreed with originally, but because they wanted peace and they wanted to move forward, they agreed to certain things and the UN sat there and did absolutely nothing about it for many years and refused to make official what had already been agreed upon by the so-called global body. And then add on top of that sanctions after sanctions. I want you to watch this other clip of Mr. Isaiah's F. Worky giving us a little bit of insight about how the West uses conflict as a weapon. Watch this. Uh, hegemonistic powers. It's sick because... Why impose sanctions? What is the legality of imposing any sanction? What is the morality of imposing any sanction on any nation? It's, uh, it's, it's a big question mark. It's not only sanctioning Eritrea, but sanctioning all those who uphold their independence and sovereignty. If they don't like you, they will impose sanctions. They will try to cripple your economies. They will try to incite conflict. They will try to destabilize and interfere and they have no moral or legal high ground to come and intervene or even impose sanctions on any nation. We're fed up of this stupid idea of imposing your will on others' sovereign and independent choice and trying to keep their economies and try to create disrupt and the, the, the disruptions here and there. One of the reasons for trying to create a rift between China and Africa is to 
promote their own agenda of dominance. Isn't that something? Did y'all see that? The Times of Israel states, a special ministerial committee convened in the wake of intense rioting between Eritrean groups on Tel Aviv streets a day earlier had okayed widespread arrests, allowing police to use an administrative procedure that lowers the evidentiary bar for arrest. Some 50 Eritrean nationals are being held following yesterday's street fighting with police minister Itmar Ben Giv pushing for more administrative arrests, the news site said. Benjamin Netanyahu, who is chairing the meeting, says the government is, quote, seeking strong steps against rioters, including immediate deportation of those who took part. Now, you all know full well the video you just heard, it was straight racism coming from Netanyahu's mouth. Why is it that Mr. Netanyahu and his government is not making a distinction between some of the Eritreans that were legally there and celebrating in peace versus those factions that were there that seemed to be intentional manufactured mess makers. The administrative arrest mechanism is part of a law passed by a previous government that had been meant to deal with African migrants crossing into the border for asylum or work, but never implemented. What happened yesterday crossed the red line. Y'all hear that? It was hooliganism, bloodshed, a rampage. We cannot accept Netanyahu said. Y'all better uh, 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 read between the lines of these dog whistles. Barely their dog whistles. It's really straight talk. I want you to also keep in mind that Netanyahu is still trying to play to the racist sentiments of his country because you all know that he was prime minister many years ago, but that he has come back. And for those of you that may or may not know, Netanyahu was uh, uh, is charged with corruption. And the trial um, has been just kind of lingering for a long time. For those of you that may or may not know, November 21st, 2019, Netanyahu was officially charged with fraud and breach of trust in cases 1,000 and 2,000. And with fraud, breach of trust, I just said, and receiving bribes in case number 4,000. By the way, his wife got a little bit of a suspect history prior to him being charged. You all also know that was kept quiet in mainstream media and in Western media, and especially media here in the United States, is the fact that America's so-called democratic ally in that particular region, the whole country is up in flames and hundreds of thousands of their citizens have been protesting over the past months saying that Netanyahu is a dictator because how he's trying to overturn the free will of the people. And you've got to ask yourself, why is it that they would try to come after Black countries easily label folks like the illustrious Mr. President, uh, His Excellency, Mr. Afwerki. Why would they come after him over a decades long fight, but keep quiet about these very serious and strong corruption charges, corruption trial, and the fact that Israel is on fire from its own citizens. Why is America being quiet about this? The other thing that you all have to know is that Mr. Af working is allies with Russia and China 
He's been visiting those places. And do you all know how they receive him when he goes into those countries? Uh, he's been to multiple African countries too. He always talks about his partnership with his African brotherhood and sisterhood. But when he went to Russia, do you all know that they played, if I remember correctly, the anthem for his country? They literally rolled out the red carpet. They came and honored this man and his country. Same with China. And that they are working to have positive alliances with those particular groups. Mr. Afwerki has been standing 10 toes down for many decades. And he is so intelligent. He is so highly intelligent and erudite. But he's also extremely practical. So when they come to him with interviews, questioning him about all this kind of propaganda that they've accused him of all kind of stuff for many decades. He is so effective in how he shuts them down. And they don't like that or his allies. And they don't like the fact that he is not letting the powers that shouldn't be destroy his country, misuse the resources that are there, and misuse him to go along to get along. I honor Mr. Afwerki. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about it below and the Eritrean family. Now, of course, we've been hearing all kinds of stuff about how you, uh, some of you might say, well, why are so many leaving the country? Well, on the one hand, you can kind of understand to a degree for some, from some of them, because if you've got Western nations and the United States that have imposed crippling sanctions and have tried to destroy his country nonstop for the past, what, 30 some odd years, then of course some of the young folks and some of the different people are going to try to retreat because you know battle for some folks is just overwhelming. But let's not act like there's not a hidden hand behind trying to destroy his country. My name is Vicki Dillard, beloved. Be sure to join my spiritual mastermind school at clubvicki.com. I'll teach you about your supernatural powers and how we're the new world leaders. And the topics that we discover here, we teach you how to strategically get yourself in position spiritually so that you can operate with the government that you can see on earth and the unseen government to back you. Go to clubvicki.com. That's club, V-I-C-K-I.com. I can't wait to see you again.